This year, the Waco Warriors will be brought to you by Eichelberger Farms. We're talking Waco football with Coach Edeker. I got a major, major announcement for Round Guy Radio. We're just about to break 50,000 listeners. And I'm thinking about 46,000 of that are probably Waco fans. Uh, welcome to the program, Coach. I think you're exaggerating a little bit there. I don't know if we have 46,000 Waco fans, but we have a passionate group. That is correct. We have a, a, a bunch of people that download everything that they consume uh, information about Waco sports, whether it's soccer, baseball, basketball, whatever. I mean, we don't play baseball you are anymore. Correct. But, but you do have a couple yeah. players that do play some baseball. So I'm just saying. Uh, whatever, if it says Waco on it, uh, the, the listeners are going to uh, uh, drink it up like a bunch of thirsty guys in the desert. That's what I'm saying here. Uh, but there's yeah, a good reason. And uh, uh, you got another good team. It looks like to me you got a good team. I don't know if it's as obvious to people that maybe haven't seen the, the, the team practice or 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 are um, concerned about the massive talent that you lost, but they're not as much knowing about the massive talent that you're gaining. So uh let's talk a little bit about you guys had a scrimmage uh it was out of town i think uh, i can't remember who you played but uh everybody i've talked to that 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 had the scrimmage felt like your team gained a little something from it on both on both sides of the ball and and both teams seem to have come out of that with something uh that they like something that they need to work on but it, it was a good opportunity to face another squad uh, how did how did you play and how did it go yeah that's exactly right we went up to central city who's a really good ball club i think I think they're rated, I don't know, third or fourth in the state. They they have almost everybody back from the team that we played in the quarterfinals. Not quarterfinals, sorry. We played them in the second round of the playoffs at our place last year, and they got almost everybody back. I think they lost two kids. Um, so they're a solid team. Uh, it was a it was a good uh, a good challenge for us. Uh, you know, there were some things we got to work on. I thought. You know, I thought defensively we played really well. Uh, we still aren't quite lining up right. We needed to, and we we need to do some things. But I mean, I thought we were physical. I thought we did a good job of attacking the ball and, and doing what we needed. Um, you know, I think I think we could be in week 14 of the season, getting ready for the the championship game, and I would probably complain the fact we're not tackling well enough. Um, you know, we didn't tackle well enough, but that's that's it's not human nature to have a high school kid throw his body in front of someone else and, and try to bring him down. Uh, it's something you have to learn to do. There's a very few that are just naturally gifted at it and the rest you got to teach. And we're working on that. You know, we, we, we tackled okay, but not great. We need to work on it. Um, you know, pad level this early in the year is, is always a concern. And you could tell that they were a veteran team. I think their pad level was better than ours all night. And like I said, that's because they were a veteran team. You know, they had guys, a lot of guys that have played before. Uh, you know, we have some young guys that are just stepping in seeing their first varsity action. Now, it doesn't mean our guys aren't very good. I mean, our guys have been going against some really good guys in practice for the last two years. So these young guys that are coming up, it's not like they're, that they don't know what the competition level is going to be. They've, they've seen it in practice for two years. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to step up and do it. You know, it's just, it gives a coaching point. And like you said, when you do the scrimmage, it, it's just a great chance to, to see what you need to work on and, and where we're at with sort of a measuring stick. And, you know, we, you know, we, we moved the ball some on offense. We, we, we threw the ball relatively well. Um, you know, you know me, I want to run the ball. So we need to run the ball better. 
some different things. But I mean, for overall, we did a, had a really nice uh, a look. You know, we went for about an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes with them. And it was just basically a practice. You know, they played, they did 15 plays and we did. And we just switched back and forth, got our JV some reps, got their JV some reps. Um, you know, it was just, it was a, a good experience and I'm glad we did it. All right. Well, uh, you, you're replacing, you're really one of the finest quarterbacks in, in this area for sure. Isaac Oswald was just playing on a really high level. And then you're also replacing, you know, maybe one of the best overall talents, if not the best overall talent, uh, in Simeon Reichenbach. Uh, but you're gaining some stuff. You're gaining Hunter Hughes. And there was another kid you told me that, that came out this year that, that, that had taken the time off and come back or something. Who, who was that? Yeah, Isaac Rich is another. He's a cross country kid that, uh, you know, this last fall in track as a sophomore, he switched from a distance runner to a sprinter and decided that cross country wasn't going to fit him anymore because he wasn't running distances anymore. He was sprinting and the football was, was helpful in the sprints. And so he came out and, he, you know, he, he's a, a kid that hasn't played a lot of football, so he's learning greatly. But, you know, you, know, you see it in college, you see it in the, you know, see in the pros, you see it everywhere. Speed speed is important on the football field and uh he adds a, a, a speed element to to our team that's that's good so you know he's going to help uh, you know we got some we got some juniors that are that were sophomores last year that didn't get a lot of playing time that are going to step up and play and you know it's you know i'm not worried about the holes it's just a matter of, of are we ready and can we you know deal with the heat and and, and play a game well i'm sure his speed is going to help you but uh you got a really talented uh athlete uh, with a lot of size, looks like he's even bigger than he was last year in Hunter Hughes. How is he fitting into the program, and uh, uh, how much of this, uh, I, don't, I don't know, weight that that's, he's going to feel from losing some of these other guys? Well, you're exactly right. Hunter's a, Hunter's a really good athlete, and then, you know, we were talking today, if, if he would have been out all four years, you know, we'd be talking about him as one of the better players on the team just because he'd have some more knowledge. I mean, you can see his athletic ability every time we practice or, or, or scrimmage or whatever. I mean, he has some really fantastic athletic ability. And you're right, he's 6'3", about 180 pounds. I mean, he is he's going to be a physical force. Um, you know, I think, you know, as coaches, we didn't know how physical he'd be because he hadn't played in three years or actually five years. I think sixth grade football is the last time he played. Um, he's done a really nice job of tackling. Uh, you know, Isaac's done the same way. They, they've come out and they've been they've been physical and, and want to tackle and are going to help us in the defensive backfield. Hunter catches the ball really, really well too. Uh, you can tell, uh, you know, that he, he plays a sport and has a ball in his hand a lot because, you know, obviously a basketball and a football are different shaped, but he, he has really good hands when the when the ball comes towards him. So, uh, you know, he, you can tell he's he's used to the focus and, and being on that. It's just been, um, you know, a good thing. I mean, and, and you know, and we got Loudon and Clayton back. You know, Loudon didn't play any offense hardly at all for us last year. He played a little fullback, but that was about it. You know, he's going to be a more expanded role at, at halfback. And, you know, he hasn't got a whole lot of reps. Even at the scrimmage, he didn't get a whole lot of reps because I wanted to – I scripted absolutely everything so we could see every kid in positions that we wanted them to be in. Um and we sort of knew what we had with Loudon, so we didn't give him a lot of reps. So, uh, you know, he'll get more reps this week in practice, and, and obviously in the game, he's going to get plenty of plenty of touches. And 
and, you know, and Clayton's doing a good job at quarterback. Uh, you know, the read process is starting to come, you know, at the JV level when he played quarterback last year, he didn't have to do a lot of reading. It was just his athletic ability was better than the other kids in the, on the JV teams. And, you know, so his read process is, is, is starting to come together here this week. And I think that'll be a, a big part of his, of his game. And, and he's still athletic. I mean, he still can run the ball really well. We have a very potent one, two punch right there. We have one of the best athletes from the track team coming over. Uh, uh, one of the best athletes around in the basketball for the basketball team coming over, but you also have a big kid in the middle. Uh, I think his name is Stafford. He's a sophomore uh, that's going to play nose guard for you. Uh, is that is that his name? I think that's his name. Yeah, he, we got a sophomore. Adam is you're right. He's a big kid. Uh, you know, he's he's six six, three twenty five, and and does a really nice job. Um, you know. But once again, he's got a he's got one year of football under his belt. He played football last year as a freshman only, so he's still learning. You know, we talk about pad level and being too high. I'd say Adam was one of our biggest culprits of that, just because he's not used to playing low because he's so big. Uh, you know, it's tough at six six when you take your first step, your body comes up, and he has to work at keeping his pads down. But yeah, he'll do a nice job in a nose for us. Um, you know, and and then you took our two bookends there, uh, Colton Lichty and, and Chase Waterhouse are two. Two seniors that both played defensive end for us last year. They're our experience. They are, you know, they are are the the, the teeth of our defense. They're they're really good. They're solid. You know, you'd be hard pressed to find two defensive ends in the state that are as good as those two. Uh, so they they really do a nice job for us. And you know, it takes some pressure off of Adam in the center as a sophomore. Uh, you know, he can just he can just go because he got those two guys supporting him. Well, uh, I was a defensive end uh, uh, when I played. And if I had a big guy in the middle that did nothing more than just absorb tackles and 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 uh, push forward and 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 cause the defense to focus on him, that left left guys to block me as I'm trying to come around and rush the quarterback. I I really think uh, 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 he's a proto. The Stafford kid is is the prototypical body type that you want in football. I mean, you look at him, he's wow, that's a football player for sure. Uh, uh, and I know, but but just having freshman experience and then uh, uh, coming in and starting in varsity, uh, there, there's got to be a little gap there. How, how do you help this kid? Uh, you know, probably take more time with him and stuff uh, because I think he's a big potentially a big part of your your team. He does. I mean, you know, the biggest thing we do is we get him. You know, and then the nice thing is, you know, he can play defensive line against our varsity offensive line. Uh, you know. We have he has a an offensive position and he has to get some reps there, but we're going to use him on scout team against our our varsity offense and, and make him get better that way and he and he makes our offensive line better. Uh, you know he's a, he's a tough kid to move out of the way. I mean he he even if he doesn't get low, uh, he's a big strong kid at, at at that size and he's he's tough to move. So you know we'll just keep working on him all year. Uh, you know, Coach Smith and, and Coach Sutton are our offense and defensive line coaches. They will, they'll keep working with him, and and you know, he's got a ways to go, but he, he'll he'll help us a lot as the year goes on. Well, how is it? You, you got a new quarterback, and, and uh, a quarterback has a massive amount of stuff to learn and plays and timing and and touch and and reads. Uh, how's the new guy coming along? Oh, Clayton's doing fine. Um, you know, we. <laughs> Um, we don't run a real complicated offense. If we get more than three words in a play call, it's probably, it's, it's, it's very unlikely. Uh, you know, it's so, I mean, it's not like we got a ton of stuff, but Clayton's doing a good job. You know, we do have some pass reads. I mean, it's not just a matter of, of finding the guy that's open and throwing it to him. You know, we want to make some reads and we're talking about that. And, 
and he's getting there. And like I said, you know, like I said a little bit ago, I mean, as a, as a JV kid, he didn't have to do a lot of reads. His athletic ability was just better than everybody else's. So, you know, this year he's got to work on that. And, you know, and that was one of the things in, in the scrimmage, you know, that he didn't make the reads quite as well. So uh, we talked about it. We've worked on things, and we really focused on that this week at practice. And I think they'll, they'll improve. And, you know, he's going to be young, too. He's going to make mistakes, and all our kids are going to make mistakes. And we're just going to keep playing and, and see how it goes. And that's kind of the, the, the great benefit of having a, a scrimmage, you know, because you just it's just not the same as going up against your own defense, you know. No, it's not. The scrimmage was really nice because, I mean, you have a full defense there to go against, and it, it really it really was good for us. Well, uh, uh, you got a, 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 a opener, uh, and you're opening on Saturday in Des Moines, uh, actually. Uh, let our listeners know how this all came about and uh, what they can do if they want to they want to go to the game, if they want to watch it on on YouTube or, or listen to it on the radio. What's the opportunities to follow this game in Des Moines and tell them who you're playing? Okay, we're playing Fremont Mills, which is about as far away from us as you can get there in the very far southwest corner of the state. Uh, you know, they got a good two, two-hour, two-plus-hour drive to Des Moines, just like we do. Um, and, you know, they were a quarterfinal team last year. They lost to Lennox in the quarterfinals. Uh, they got – four offensive guys and five defensive guys back. So they got, even though they lost a lot of their upperclassmen, they do have a very solid set of people coming back. Uh, they'll be a physical team like us. They're going to want to run the ball. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a matter of who can control the offensive line of scrimmage. And what it came about, it was, was, I don't know, last December, um, a guy from Valley stadium contacted me and said that they're going to do a, a showcase just like we sort of did last year at Martinsdale and have two eight-man games in it. So at 3 o'clock, Coon Rapids-Bayard from the western half of the state and Turkey Valley from the eastern half of the state is going to play an afternoon game. And then us and Fremont Mills will play the 7 o'clock game. Uh, it's Valley Stadium in Des Moines. It's, it's, a, it's a huge, beautiful complex. Uh, it's 7 bucks to get in. You can That's for both games. You can go up and watch the first game if you want. If you want to come just watch the Waco game, you can do that. Uh, you know, we're 7 p.m. start, so the sun will be down, not down yet, but it'll be going down, so it'll cool off a little for us, hopefully. And, you know, if, if you can't make it, then, you know, our Warrior cast is going to go, so it'll be on YouTube, Waco Warriors Live. And, um, you know, it's just a really good opportunity for our kids to play in an environment that simulates the playoffs. I mean, it's going to be a huge stadium. I mean, I don't know if we'll have a playoff-sized crowd because it's early and it's hot and it's, you know, but the, the stadium itself will be will be that that atmosphere that that big atmosphere that big setting to to make them sort of to get used to it right playing on turf's different too so we got to get used to that you know and, and thankfully a lot of these kids actually all these kids played in the dome last year so they you know they they're a little bit more used to it already but it's it's still good to get our kids in those situations this year as we get prepared for the season and, and hopefully a run into the postseason again. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about the heat. Uh, uh, the, the the guys on Friday, all the teams that play, except for you and uh, around here, uh, are going to have to deal with, I believe, maybe even 93 degrees uh, uh, at kickoff. Uh, um, but uh, it's supposed to be a little cooler. How do you think that will affect the game uh, in, on Saturday uh, versus the, the guys that play on Friday? Well, I think that helps us a lot. I mean, we're, we're not real deep. I mean, we're, you know, we are, we got a lot of kids out, but a lot of them are young. So, you know, we're, we're not real deep. 
So, uh, you know, Friday night's going to be a lot hotter. You know, I think it's supposed to drop at least 10 degrees by Saturday. I mean, I think the highs on Saturday are supposed to be in the, the mid-80s. So by the time we play at 7 o'clock, it should be, you know, hopefully low 80s. And, you know, if we can get rid of some of this humidity, it would be great, too. Uh, boy, last night at practice, it was it was just thick out there. It was so humid. But everybody's, everybody's been out and known about that. But, I mean, I think it'll help us. I mean, don't wrong. The first game, you always get cramps. You always get kids that, that get wore out because they're, you know, you can run and do all you want in practice. You can't simulate the amount of energy you put out in a, in a football game that first week. And until your body goes through that first week, week and a half, two weeks, whatever, and, and starts to adjust to it, you're always going to have that issue. So um, the, the, the cooler temperature is going to help slow that down. I mean, it won't be quite as quick. Uh, but, yeah, Friday night's going to be a bear for some of these guys. So I'm glad we're playing on Saturday instead of Friday. Well, I want to thank Eichelberger Farms for helping uh, sponsor the Waco Warriors this year, helping you bring this kind of coverage. Uh, well, uh, what do you know about Fremont Mills? What are you going to have to do to be successful against them? Oh, we got to stop the run. Uh, they have they have two of their their two starting guards are both back, and their thousand yard rusher tailbacks back. So, um, and they got a, they got a sophomore kid that that weighs two thirty. They're going to plug in at center. So they're going to have a, a, a big offensive line. They're going to go about 240, 240, 230 across the front line. Um, not sure what they're going to play at tight ends, but they'll be a they'll they'll be a, a double tight or a tight end wing set, and they're going to want to run the ball. Um, I did hear their coach talk a little on the radio, and and he said that they're going to look to throw the ball a little bit more every year or this year. But most running coaches say that every fall, you know, we got to throw the ball more this year. I say the same thing. We got to throw the ball more this year. And then, you know, you get behind those, that offensive line and those hosses up front and start having success and, and, and you don't throw it. You just keep running it. So that's the first thing we got to do is we got to stop their run. We got to make them want to throw the ball and, you know, and then let our athletes in the back take care of the rest. So, you know, our, our biggest thing is the line of scrimmage. Can our, our offense and defensive lines control the line of scrimmage and, and get movement and and establish the tone of the game in our favor. And that's what we're going to take to win. I mean, if, if we're playing back on our heels all night, uh, we're going to be in trouble. You know, they have some athletes and they have some kids that are, that are really good. I mean, they were a quarterfinal team for a reason, just like we were in the Dome for the reason. I mean, it, we have both teams have good athletes, and it's a great matchup to start the season and, and let, you know, let us get our, our feet wet and, and see where we're at. Well, last year you, you moved the ball like a hot knife through butter. Uh um, you, what, what, how do you feel like you're moving the ball now? I mean, you could, you could have uh, scored three less touchdowns and won 80% of the games you played last year, but, uh, uh um, um, what are we going to, I mean, are, are, do you feel like we're moving the ball or do you think that's going to be a process of getting better every week? I'll tell you on Sunday. I don't know, Dave. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to think we're going to move the ball. I, I just don't know. I mean, we're young. I mean, Chase Roth, or not Chase Roth, sorry, I wish Chase Roth was playing, but he lost his eligibility a long time ago. Uh, Chase Waterhouse is the only kid back uh, on our offensive line of our five offensive linemen up front. He's the only one that's back that has any experience up there playing. Uh, you know, Brian Neal's done a nice job, but he had, he didn't play last year on the offensive line. Colton Lichty didn't play offense. Reese Oswald didn't play tight end. Um, Owen Wolf didn't play last year. I mean, so four of our five guys are brand new up there. So it's going to take some some baptism under fire. They're going to have to get after it against a very good team. But, you know, they work hard in practice. We had a practice last night that probably is our best Tuesday night practice we've had in a long time. Uh, even, even last year and the years before, I mean, it was a really physical 
get after it practice and it was good i mean it was it was fun we had success defensively we had success offensively when we got after it and i say that i mean i'm not like we're gashing holes against our jv i mean we were we we we, we mixed people up and we we made people go against good on good and it, it really it gave us a look and, and you know we just got to continue that all week and, and hopefully it continues into saturday well last year you maybe had the best special teams in the state or if it wasn't the best it was certainly among them uh uh, how's the special teams looking this year? Well, again, I'll tell you on Sunday. <laughs> we, uh, in practice, we think they look great. You know, we think we're looking good. We think we got some kids to fill in. And we got kids to do it. Uh, we won't have the field goal range. I mean, obviously, you're, when you lose a kid like Simming, you're not going to have the field goal range. We're not going to have 50-plus yard field goals being attempted this year. But, you know, we, we have some kids that can, that can do it, and we'll just see how it comes together. I, I, it's so tough in practice, I mean, to, to judge special teams because, once again, you're going against, you know, your good kids are on special teams and, and your freshmen and sophomores are on the kids you're going against. And you just can't tell what's going to happen until you get varsity on varsity. All right. Well, Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? Nope, I think that's it. And actually, that was just my bell. I got to get back to class. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, Dave.